everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new. I am feeling fresh, motivated and amazing and if you guys heard my last episode or my last two episodes, you saw how fucked up I was and I'm saying that because I was in such a horrible state of procrastination. I was sick as fuck and I still am kind of sick but I'm feeling way better. I just have a little bit of that raspy voice left but besides my raspy voice everything is good and I'm feeling really motivated and you can see that in the rebrand of my podcast. I've talked about this in my last episode. I have actually changed my cover of the podcast, the description of it, I changed my intro and my music segment between the intro and the actual episode. I also made my podcast available on Apple Podcasts and I have one more thing to announce which is new. I have made an Instagram account for this podcast. It's basically called Olafans Podcast. If you want to follow it, go check it out. Basically on this account I will post updates about the podcast and news and whatever. It's gonna be fun so keep up with me if you want to. But anyways, I've been feeling fresh and amazing and... I don't have a clue about the topics that I want to discuss today. I'm not kidding. I used to always write what I'm going to talk about and some points that I want to touch before recording an episode, but they felt so scripted. I don't know. I feel like a podcast should be just you talking about random shit. No script, no nothing. Occasional cuts, they are okay because... Girl, I'm out of breath really quickly. But I don't know, I just didn't like the direction I was going to. And I've made an episode which I absolutely hated. Um, It was about wellness and the wellness industry. And I focused specifically on Gwyneth Paltrow and her website Goop. And how she basically profits off of desperate people. People who want to find that motivation to do something. Or people who want to heal from a fucking trauma they had. And instead of going to a therapist or a doctor or, I don't know, finding a real way to solve this problem, they are manipulated by the wellness culture who says that, oh my gosh, if you purchase this fucking stupid essential oil, it's gonna heal all of your problems in a single day. Like, no, don't believe that shit. Anyways, the actual idea of the episode, it was bomb. I loved it. And I thought it would be one of my favorite episodes that I have ever recorded in my whole existence on this podcast but it felt like it was more of a commentary youtube video than a fucking podcast episode and i didn't like that i didn't want you guys to get used to my commentary type episodes and you know expect that every time i will post so i just fucking deleted that i didn't even post it i've heard a little bit of it to make sure that everything was okay And it was not. I was so... I was so fucking pissed because I worked for that episode a lot. I did a lot of research and that episode actually lasted for 40 minutes. So yes, I actually wasted 40 minutes of my life for creating some content that I hated. So period. Then I lost my motivation for basically doing any type of episode. And at one point, I actually thought about, what if I'm going to give up this podcast? And then I said to myself, no, I don't care if nobody listens to it. I just want to have a podcast. The idea of having a podcast 
seems so cool and it is cool it is really cool i have a flex now you know and i said to myself i'm never gonna give up on something that i like just because of an obstacle that i've achieved so i decided to do this rebrand and i feel like it was a fresh start and i feel amazing about it anyways my mom made me some pasta right now she made me some pasta with pesto sauce and lots of fucking cheese and my mouth is watering i want to eat this already so i'm gonna be back after i eat it and i'm gonna tell you guys how it was okay so i'm back it was great as always my mom makes literally the best pasta on earth and while i was eating i watched a video about wellness and specifically targeting the downfall of glossier which is a brand that was so iconic back in the day in like 2014 2015 16 and that just made me so nostalgic i love those years the tumblr phase everybody was having i adored that phase and basically i found out about this brand called glossier from a beauty youtuber called okay sage or by her real name sage and basically this girl was so beautiful and she was famous because of that now that i look back on her content there is pretty much nothing special about her content it's just her doing makeup videos and random things that are not out of the ordinary so it seems kind of weird to see how much hype she actually has because gaining millions and millions of views on a video just like 10,000 other videos on YouTube is insane to me and one of the factors that made her this popular is of course her beauty she is one of the most beautiful girls I have ever seen in my whole entire life if this girl went to my school and I saw her in the same class as me I would cry every single day like come on she is gorgeous you can google her you can just google okay sage or sage tulis and you will see what I mean anyways but the thing about this girl is that I used to be obsessed with her content when my tumblr phase began when i was literally 10 or 11 years old and i used to watch her religiously every single day and she wasn't that well known back in the day and she had a phase where she had the potential of being super fucking popular she is really popular but she had a huge downfall because of a video that she posted actually because of two videos that she posted so she had kind of a content shift, I think a year ago or two years ago, going from beauty videos and makeup videos and vlogs in general to spiritual content. And she used to post stuff about manifestation and crystals and her spiritual awakening experience and shit like that. And this content shift worked for her a lot. She was gaining so much hype. Everybody was so obsessed with her content and really happy with this shift but then out of nowhere she posted a video about christianity and how she is super religious and basically saying that if you believe in any other religion or in any other like god or entity or whatever besides god you are the cause of fucking global problems and she says that when the earth will end and when there will be a fucking apocalypse. She was talking a lot of nonsense, but anyways, listen to me. She was saying when earth will end and 
an apocalypse will occur, God will come on earth and will save all Christians and all people who have different religions other than Christianity will be left to die. What the fuck? First of all, this is so offensive to say because, you know, her content was made for young people, either teens or preteens, or let's say to the most young adults, but I think there were a lot of young people who are watching her. And, you know, imagine being a fucking 11-year-old questioning whether or not they are really Christian or not because they were forced into Christianity like I was, you know? And they thought about, you know, trying out another religion and seeing if that works for them and if that's their path. And then watching this video where this girl tells you, oh my gosh, if you have any other religion, whatever. And you start to feel so scared and just so fucking hopeless. That video of her really pissed me off because I used to be forced into Christianity when I was smaller. Since I was able to walk, my grandma literally took me to church every single week. And she forced me to pray every single night. Let's say I would feel horrible, I would not have the mood to fucking pray. She would literally scream at me because I was not faith faithful to God and whatever the fuck is that is supposed to mean anyways. And I was really manipulated. My grandma always told me that if I'm not a Christian or if I don't pray to God, I'm gonna go to hell. And she told me that hell is a place where people who do horrible things go and they burn for eternity. And she told me this when I was a kid. So that shit scared me, you know? Since I was small, I had my doubts, you know? Since I was really small, it was really hard for me to believe that there was a heaven and a hell. I pretty much never matched with the beliefs of Christianity, like ever. I, It was so weird to me to think that a person is up there just looking down on you and sending you to hell if you are gay. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't match with the Christian mindset. And another thing is I live in Romania, right? Romania is a super fucking religious country where a lot of old people, old religious people live here and they are super fucking mean to everybody and to you and their excuse for their bad behavior is god a lot of people who are homophobic or racist say oh my gosh but you know it's because of my religion when it was proven that supposedly jesus was black so how the fuck can you be both racist and christian anyways people just casually using any other thing to excuse their horrible behavior whatever and since i was small it was so weird for me everywhere i went there was a church everywhere i've never seen somebody admitting yes i have another religion and i thought that christianity was the only right religion and the other religions were bad because this is exactly what my grandma and my parents and my family told me but I have a black sheep in my family and the black sheep of the family is my male cousin. He is 30 something right now. He's I think 32 and he literally acts like a teenager. I can talk to him whatever I want. He is so understanding. Love that. I love hanging out with him. He always when he is home because he is usually working on a ship. 
um, and he is mostly gone. Uh, when he comes back, he always invites me over to have a gaming night or make sushi together or watch a show. And he's just so fun. You know, we talk about personal things. We talk about a lot of things. Anyways, let's not deviate from the subject. He was considered as the black sheep because he had bold statements and opinions, which were controversial to my family. He was never a Christian. Like, he never wanted to go to church. He never matched with the fucking lifestyle of being a Christian. And instead of my family, you know, understanding him and saying, okay, whatever, have the religion that you choose to have, they were pushing Christianity onto him, which made him hate it, you know? And I'm thinking now, maybe if Christianity wasn't pushed on me the way it was, I would have actually loved the idea of Christianity. So anyways, of course, I'm more happy on my path and I'm more happy now with the beliefs that I have currently. But let's talk about my cousin now. So he was considered as the black sheep of the family because, like I said, he wasn't fucking sp spiritual. <laughs> he wasn't religious and he never welcomed the priest in his house. Let me tell you, I don't know if this happens in your region or your country or whatever, but in Romania at least, I don't know when exactly. Like, is there a fucking Christian holiday when this is happening or is this just in random days when... I don't know, priests need money. I don't know, anyways. <laughs> so, priests literally go into apartment buildings and knock at every door and they sing in hallways. Like, literally, since the moment that they have entered the apartment building, they start singing and they knock at every door and they enter in every single house to, I don't know, make a house blessing and fucking take some blessed water and like throw it in the house or something i don't know mate and when i was small i literally used to hide from the priest like girl come on <laughs> uh i i did i didn't like the idea of a random person coming into my house and just saying random things going uninvited in every single room opening the door literally walking in every single section of my house spraying that shit with some fucking holy water or burning some type of herb and just singing a prayer like what the fuck is going on you know i feel like my space is invaded i've never liked that and i always used to hide from the priest and <laughs> after that my mom almost used to beat me up because what the fuck are you doing girl like are you hiding from the priest come on now i hated when the priest used to come home Like I said, I felt like my space was invaded. I am not open with people. Like, if you are somebody that I don't talk, don't talk to or that I'm not that familiar with, I'm never going to invite you to my house. Not, like, no, my house is my safe space where only me, my cat, and people who are close to me come in. I don't own my house, obviously. I don't have my own house. I live with my parents, but I'm just saying... I have never liked the idea of a priest coming and pushing the religion onto you. What if I'm another religion? What if I'm another religion? Anyways, so whenever I'm home alone and I hear the priest on the hallways of the apartment building that I'm in, just literally saying and knocking at every single door, I fucking close my door and make sure that my door is closed three times and I just stay in my room. I don't like that. I don't like somebody just coming into your house and pushing their religion onto you. 
So one time, I was sitting at home. It was actually, I think, two months ago or something. I was with my grandma and with my mom. Keep in mind, they are both religious. My mom is more open-minded. And over the years, she literally evolved. And she's okay with spirituality now. She's okay with uh, the idea of witchcraft and spirituality and shit like that. She is not as pushy as she used to be regarding Christianity. And she's just okay. She's respectful. I like that. But my grandma, on the other hand, she still says to this day, Oh my gosh, you need to pray every single night. You don't go to church? What the fuck? And... She always tells me that I sin and whatever. And I don't give a shit. I don't care about it anyways. Um, so my father wasn't home because like my cousin, he works on a ship. And he is most of the time gone. Anyways, but I was sitting with them. It was, I think, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. or something. You know, it was night. People were getting ready to fucking take a bath and go to sleep because they have work or school or whatever. And they decided to go and do some grocery shopping. I don't know why they left me home alone. And I heard the priest. And oh my god, I thought to myself, what the fuck? I'm gonna get a beating from my grandma because I didn't allow this priest to come in the house. Anyways, so I just chilled a little bit at the door to see what happens if I don't open the door, you know? So I hear the priest singing, oh my god, whatever... When I tell you that they didn't knock at the door, they fucking punched it. You know the scene with Maddie from Euphoria who wants to go to the bathroom and, you know, Nate is in the bathroom with Cassie just hooking up and she literally punches the door? Like, repeatedly? Yeah, this is what the priest did. Like, what the fuck? It seemed so disrespectful to me. And the most disrespectful part of about it all is that at the end of this blessing that I didn't ask for, they expect you to pay money. Pay money for what? What the fuck? I didn't ask you to fucking bless my house. I don't know. So basically in Romania, there are more churches and hospitals. And you might say, oh my gosh, that is insane. Girl, there are like three times more churches than hospitals. This is the amount of churches and monasteries in Romania. It's insane to me. On every single street you pass, there is a church. Who the fuck needs so many churches? And what I'm trying to say is that religion in Romania is used for a lot of malicious um, things. One of them, which I believe is super true, is money washing. So for example, if you don't know the term money washing... When you have a dirty business, let's say you sell drugs and you have so much money in order to avoid the police, you know, questioning you, what the fuck do you do? Where do you have all this money? You start a business or you start something to cover up the fact that you have money from drugs. So let's say you have $100,000 made from prostitution or drugs or whatever the fuck and you want to cover that up. So you make a fucking church and you leave it unfinished or something, or you finish it, whatever. And when the police comes and questions you, like, where the fuck do you have all this money from? You will say, oh, you know, I made a church, whatever. So yeah, this is how to cover your fucking dirty business. Because I don't believe the fact that people actually need this huge amount of churches. 
Like, that's not a possible. Triple the amount of fucking hospitals? Like, are you kidding me? There's gotta be at least 100 churches, or if not 100, a thousand churches who are made just because of money washing. And the whole thing about priests that need money to make the church, whatever. I heard this bullshit so much in my life. Um, Before I was born, like let's say two years before I was born, in the neighborhood that my parents were staying in, there was a church. A brand new church, whatever. And when I was really, really small, the church was built. Everything was painted inside. It was finished. But they still had a box. That was saying, uh, donate to help the church to help put some renovation. Renovation where? Your church is finished. And the last time I went there, it was actually, I think, one or two years ago. And they still had that box. And it was full of money. So what are you trying to make? There was nothing different to the church. What the fuck? What are you changing about it? I don't know, man. I feel like religion nowadays, especially in Romania, is focusing on fucking money. Churches in Romania are money-making machines. They are super fucking successful. And everybody who feels like they've done a lot of wrongs in their life go to church and they instantly think, okay, like, every single bad thing that I did is gonna be erased. So all of those things, plus a lot of really misogynistic beliefs regarding Christianity, uh, stopped me from wanting to follow that path. I never even matched with the whole Christianity thing. And for a while, I considered myself to be an atheist. And although I believed that there was something there, you know, a lot of paranormal shit happened to me. And a lot of unexplicable, unexplicable, I cannot say this word. Anyways, a lot of things which cannot be explained happened to me and next to me. So... I said to myself, okay, I'm an atheist because I don't believe in God. That's what I thought, you know? I had a really um, bad perception of religion. I did not really understand it. And anyways, I thought to myself that, okay, if I don't believe in God and if I don't match with, like, the Christian beliefs, I'm automatically an atheist, which is wrong. Like, what the fuck? It can be so many religions. So at the age of 12, I started getting to spirituality and I don't really want to talk about my, um, I don't necessarily have a religion that I'm in or anything. I just have some beliefs. I have my practices. Um, but no, I'm not a Christian. I don't pray to God. I don't believe in the whole God thing. Like I believe that there's something there, definitely, but not like a physical thing, like God, like the bible portrays it i think that it's more like of a an energy i don't know i don't think it's something like looking like a person being up there i think there's an energy or something and there's not only one there are multiple energies so whatever but basically i am spiritual and i have been spiritual since the age of 12 i'm 17 now almost 18 and this path has been working out for me a lot and i felt like i've accomplished a lot of things with the use of spirituality and I just feel super good about myself you know every single day I have tiny practices that I do which are connected to spirituality like I don't know maybe lighting some incense in my room burning some incense or smoke sticks or whatever lighting candles with certain intentions journaling and writing about astrology and shit like that I'm into astrology a lot and 
I don't want to I don't want people getting my words twisted. A lot of people when they hear you say, Oh my gosh, I'm into astrology, they think you say shit like, Oh my god, like are you a Gemini? I am never gonna talk to you. Like, oh my gosh. No, I'm not like that. There are people who are like that, which I've actually met, but I'm not talking to them for obvious reasons. When I first heard of astrology and, you know, I did some research, I did some documentation, I didn't believe it to be super accurate or I just believed it to be as an identification thing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm a Sagittarius. This means I'm creative, whatever, whatever. You are a Gemini, you are a Scorpio, whatever. It was just like an identification thing. But girl, there's this thing a lot of people know about it. It's called a natal chart. So basically you enter your birthday, your the time that you were born at and other details about you. And you enter that on a certain website that you can choose anyways. And it calculates your natal chart. Basically, that means your sign, your um, rising sign, your moon sign, whatever. You know about that. I did mine. I calculated mine. And I got an app which is called CoStar. And it's basically... It's an app where it shows you the daily horoscope or it shows you about your sign and your natal chart and mine was so accurate like i'm not even joking it said everything about me and i i was shocked i needed to write this in my journal i also calculated my boyfriend's chart and it was again super fucking similar my best friend calculated her fucking natal chart super fucking similar and you know i believe that nature and different phenomenons that happen like fucking rain or thunderstorm affect your mood and what i mean by that is that so many people come on i think you're probably like that when it's raining you have the mood to just stay in your room and watch your favorite tv show with a coffee in your hand or sleeping or whatever you don't have the motivation to work or to make exciting projects or you just want to sleep you know, and the weather and also the nature can affect your mood a lot, you know, and I believe that happens with like planets and shit like that and with their position when you are born, it's super weird, it's a super weird concept, a lot of you guys are gonna think I need to be put in an asylum in the psych ward because of what I'm saying right now, but I actually, I actually mean it, like it cannot be, girl it's true because it's so fucking relatable to me it's so fucking specific also like girl i have my journal in front of me right now i'm looking at my natal chart for example look at my mars and scorpio so mars and scorpio determines how you assert yourself and take action basically and the energy that surrounds you so for me it says that i assert myself in a serious matter like Whenever I want something and I want to fight for something, like I'm having a debate and I talk about my point of view, I always assert myself in a super fucking serious note. I'm never like, oh, you may be right. Like, no, I'm really serious about what I have to say. And also, it says right here, I put a lot of energy in my routines, which yes, I do. I don't just fucking do my skincare. I light candles and I put my 
whole fucking dedication into the skincare and actually looking at my skin, feeling beautiful, saying affirmations. Like, I put a lot of energy in my routines. This is so accurate. One that is super fucking accurate to me. Another one, Venus. I have my Venus in Sagittarius and basically Venus determines how you love and why you love and how you express your affection and feelings basically. And Venus in Sagittarius means curious romantic side which gets easily bored. I, since I know myself, I used to get bored really easily of people who didn't match my interests. Like, I cannot be friends with somebody who I have nothing in common with. I'm gonna get so bored if we don't match vibes, if, you know, we don't have the same humor. We're not gonna be friends, honey. Like, I cannot. I cannot commit to a friendship with somebody that I cannot talk about anything that I like. I don't know. Like, if you want to be on good terms, okay, we are on good terms. But I'm never gonna be friends with somebody that has nothing in common with me and that's obvious for obvious reasons because we will have nothing to talk about maybe you're in fucking star wars and you like to stay only indoors and you like to surround yourself with people let's say i don't really like to surround myself with people i like to be alone i absolutely hate star wars i always fall asleep whenever i attempt to read anything star wars related or watch anything star wars related okay so I guess you probably heard the knock. My mom came in my room and she brought me tea. Basically, since I got sick, my mom said, okay, I'm gonna make you the best tea ever. It's gonna make your throat not hurt anymore. And I said, okay, whatever. I don't really like tea because I never drink the tea that just makes me shocked and makes me addicted to it. I don't know. The only tea I ever drank that made me feel this type of way was in another city. So I cannot go there every day and make a routine out of drinking tea. Although I would love to, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of drinking tea, but I've never found my core tea. So I was like, whatever, I'm gonna try it. If I don't like it, I'm gonna give it to you, girl. When I told you, my mom made the best fucking tea on earth that reminds me of the tea that I actually drank in that coffee shop oh my god let me put y'all on this recipe so it's basically raspberry tea it's in like those small tea bags it's not like only herbs that you boil and then you strain so raspberry tea bag with three teaspoons of honey preferably raw honey and just a little bit of lemon juice like freshly squeezed lemon don't buy that shit in the stores because uh, that doesn't contain lemon like no why not just buy a fire <laughs> wait i received a message from my math tutor anyways i'm gonna tell you about that after i finish my recipe so a little bit of freshly squeezed lemon juice with three three oh my god three teaspoons of honey preferably raw honey and raspberry tea that is amazing. That is the heavenly tea. Anyways, let me tell you about what my math tutor said. So like I said, I was in a really horrible procrastination state. And I told you guys that I skipped my um, private lessons with my tutors because I either didn't make my homework and I was afraid to show up without my homework 
or I just didn't feel like going there. I just felt like sitting in my fucking bed, rotting, doing absolutely nothing. So I was really unmotivated. My math tutor noticed that and she always told me like, be careful, like it will be really hard for you to revise everything that you didn't study properly. You're gonna have a really important exam next year, which is like the Romanian SAT at math. So I need to get my shit on work. I need to study anyways, but <laughs> like I believe two weeks ago, we always, me and my, the girls that I go with at that tutor's house to study math, we usually go at 2.30 p.m. And two weeks ago, she said, okay, we're gonna see each other at 2 p.m., which, you know, is different, is out of pattern. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I didn't really give it a lot of importance. And in the day of the private lesson, I got ready, whatever. I got ready on time. And I left the house at 2.20 something p.m. And then one of the girls who I'm in the group with, which is also my best friend, asked me like, are you still coming to the private lesson? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, but yeah, of course I am. Like, I am on time right now. She said, what the fuck? We started at two. And I was like, no, what the fuck? And I remembered. So I called my mom. I panicked. I almost cried because my tutor is really strict. <laughs> and now she literally sent me a message saying, um, hello, tomorrow I'm going to wait for you at 2.30. And then she said my name with a lot of A's. Like, my name is Andrea. And she said, like, Andrea. And then she repeated 2.30, 2.30. Because I'm not good with memory. I don't have memory. And that's why I, why I laughed. Oh, my God. I feel so embarrassing about myself. If you're ever falling in a procrastination state, please don't, don't maintain it. Like, it's not worth it. Get out of your procrastination state as fast as you can because you will start to get embarrassed because people will notice the fact that you are procrastinating and you have absolutely no motivation. Your memory is going to die. And let me tell you another example that I actually said in another episode. So uh, there is a gatekeeper at my school and he makes sure that everybody's on time, whatever. And if you are late to school, like let's say 10 minutes late, you write your name on a list that gets thrown away after like nobody cares about that shit anyways um but I used to write my name every single day like I've told you in my last episode I believe I used to go to school on the second hour because I couldn't get ready in the morning like I didn't have the motivation I either woke up really late I either just slept in like I didn't give a fuck that I had school or I, when I picked my outfit, I was on time, everything was good, but I just needed to pick an outfit. I felt insecure in every single piece of clothing that I had, so I literally made my room a mess. You guys know the drill, when you fucking plan an outfit, you get your whole wardrobe out because it's easier, and then you don't have the motivation to clean the mess, so you will just stay chill with a pile of clothing, either on your chair, on the floor, or in your bed. For me, currently, it's in my bed. I have my whole wardrobe here anyways. And I never managed to get to the first hour without being fucking 40 minutes late or, you know, without just skipping the whole fucking hour. Anyways, 
the gatekeeper actually learned my name. Uh, I used to rush and he said, okay, I will write your name on the list because he knew me. It was a pattern. I was doing that every single day. And one day I came uh, to school really early. And when I say really early, I mean on time. Like <laughs> Literally when the bell rang, I was there. And the gatekeeper just looked at me super shocked and he went like, oh my god, yeah, you did it, you came to school on time, and he was so shady, but, like, amused at the same time, like, he was laughing, but still being kind of shady to me, I laughed, you know, it was super funny on the moment, but then I realized, what the fuck am I doing with my life right now, like, people really say those things about me now, oh my gosh, like, yay, you fucking arrived at school on time, like, every other fucking kid is supposed to, that's such a huge achievement, and I don't know, I just felt like everybody was arriving at school on time, obviously, you know, and being late was not a pattern for everybody, and I just felt like, what the fuck am I doing? I am being congratulated for the most basic fucking thing ever, and it made me feel super incapable of myself, like, I don't know. I don't know how I can describe this. It was really embarrassing also. There were a lot of people there. Uh, It was still funny though. Like on the moment, it was still funny, but I overthink it and it just made me feel super horrible about myself. So now I'm not late to school anymore because of that. You know, sometimes you need a wake up call because if, if it wasn't for the gate man to say this thing, to say, oh my gosh, yeah, you managed to arrive early at school today. Like it was some huge spectacular fucking achievement i probably would have still be in that cycle of coming in the second hour because i wasn't able to get ready in the morning at the first hour you know what i'm saying so yeah don't allow yourself to fall into procrastination because shit like this will happen fucking your math tutor will repeat the hour that you are supposed to see each other 10 times because he or she knows that you don't have any memory left in your brain. Like, your brain just died from all the procrastination you went through. Or the gate man is gonna fucking congratulate you for being on time or just a few moments earlier. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I felt like a baby. I felt like a baby who was incapable of doing anything. And when I did the smallest thing ever, I was super congratulated. Like, you know, when kids make the smallest world, like, they say ma instead of mama. And the whole family just records him and just fucking throws a party because of it and they he, they buy him like 10,000 toys. That's how I felt. That's how I literally felt. And I hate feeling like a baby. I hate feeling like I'm incapable or inferior because of something. I want to fucking be an alpha, a loner wolf, you know? <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking baby. And I felt so horrible, you know? Oh my gosh, and I also remembered something super shitty talking about tutors now. I have a tutor at biology. I want to go to med school. And that's why I need a tutor at biology. Yay. Anyways, so this lady that I'm going to uh, is so shady for no reason. I feel like she hates me. But I didn't give her like a valid reason to hate me. I always did my homework. Like I would say 70% of it I did. Um... I didn't finish it all because, you know, I don't have good time management. So I always used to do my homework on the run. I would either do it on the day of the actual um, extra lesson or the previous day, like the day before the private lesson. When I was supposed to do it like every single day for a little bit of time. So it was rushed 
and I did not manage to complete 100% of the homework, which is good. Like, the amount of homework that she gives is ridiculous, honestly. But anyways, I did my homework one day. It was like 70% done. And, you know, I showed her the homework, whatever. I read her some answers. She corrected them anyways. But then she asked if I did a test she gave me a fucking test with like 20 questions or something uh, that I was supposed to circle. And I forgot about that, you know? I forgot about the existence of it. So I told her like, no, I didn't do it, but I did the rest though. She was like, oh my God, like I gave you that test such a long time ago, such a long time. And I expected you to do it by now. Why don't you have it done? And I was like, I forgot about it. I'm sorry. I did the rest of my homework though. The other fucking hundreds of questions, miss. Like, I, oh my gosh, I forgot about 20 questions, which I can answer right now if I wanted to. Like, oh, what the fuck? So I get it. Like, okay, you're frustrated. A kid didn't do their homework. But girl, don't pretend like they didn't do any homework at all. Like, anyways. So she was super shady about that. And then the most ridiculous fucking shit that made me hate her, honestly, happened yesterday. So I have um, my private lessons with her on Friday. And the thing is that on Friday, I did my homework. I actually did my homework. I completed the homework. Everything was done. Everything was flawless and perfect. And I was able to go and be really, really ready for everything. I learned the lessons that I was supposed to and I did all my homework and I was prepared, honey. But at, on that same day, I had a birthday party, which was really important. And I didn't have time for anything that day. You know, my schedule was supposed to be I finish school. I chill a little bit in the park or I go out with my boyfriend after school because we are in the same class to drink a coffee. Then I go straight to biology extra lesson. Then I come back at my home. I get ready and then I go to that birthday birthday party. And the next day I'm going to actually be at a chemistry extra lesson. It was a fucking hassle. And the problem was that I woke up sick. I woke up super fucking sick. I wanted to throw up. I cried because of frustration. I cried because I was super fucking sick. And if the birthday party wasn't important, like if it wasn't for an important person, I wouldn't even went to like, I don't, I cannot talk. But anyways, I wouldn't have got there if it wasn't, you know, an important birthday party, whatever. I cannot talk anyways. But what I'm trying to say is that I canceled the uh, extra lesson and I told my fucking biology tutor I'm sorry I'm not coming today I got sick I'm feeling at my worst like I cannot I cannot today I still went to the birthday party where I actually felt super fucking horrible and when I came back home all I wanted to do is sleep for like a week I was exhausted I took so many pills and I anyways it was horrible but then the next day, she leaves me on scene. She did, doesn't even wish me to like get better or recover. She she wants me to die. <laughs> Anyways, um, the next day she calls my mom, and she asks, "Um, 
hello, like, I'm sorry, why isn't, why didn't Andrea come to my um, lesson? And my mom told her, like, didn't she tell you she was sick? Like, she is still sick right now. She's in the fucking bed. Like, she's feeling horrible. And the teacher said, oh, is she? Uh, I thought she didn't come to my um, extra lesson because she didn't do her homework. Miss girl, what? What did you just, what? What did you just say? No, take it back. Take it back. I was so shocked when I heard that. You know the scenes in like movies where a character finds out something super important so their jaw drops like super dramatically? That's exactly how I reacted when my mom told me this. When my mom told me that my fucking biology tutor actually didn't believe the fact that I was sick and she assumed that I didn't do my homework. Why the fuck would I be lying? Like, why the fuck would I write you a message saying, I'm sick, I'm feeling at my worst, I'm sorry. Like, people don't lie about that. Or if they do, you see it, you notice it's a pattern. I actually missed only two times from her. One time where this uh, occasion occurred when I was sick. And another time when I actually went to the hospital and I was super fucking sick. I had something uh, like an infection in my neck. And I couldn't eat. I didn't eat for like two days. I lost like six kilograms in a week because I wasn't able to eat. My fucking throat was super sore, super inflamed and infected. And I just had a fucking swollen neck. And I didn't go to school for a week. Why would I lie? You know, why would I lie to you about this? And I felt so affected by it that I actually started crying because of this. And I also cried today in the car on the way to school because of this. Because it's so stupid. Like, I did my homework. You know me. Like, I do my homework. And I'm dedicated. And, you know, all of this. I'm a good kid. But then you just call my mom for what? Like, what did you expect? Like, did you expect my mom to be like, I didn't know she missed? Oh my gosh. Like, she... She isn't sick right now. She's actually uh, fucking at a party and she's doing drugs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I am sick. Uh, Why would I lie, first of all? Second of all, if I didn't do my homework, I would find a better excuse than just being sick. I'm feeling at my worst. I would say, like, I cannot come today. Something important happened or I don't feel prepared or something. I'm a really sincere person. You know, I don't usually lie about my condition. When I'm procrastinating, I straight up tell my tutors like I am not in in a good state I'm unmotivated I'm sorry for like my low performance today or my low performance in general for like the past past month but I've been going through it like I'm really sincere I cannot lie and the fact that this bitch actually actually thought that I didn't do my homework she could have just asked my mom like hey is Andrea okay she like she told me she's sick and my mom would tell her, like, ah, oh, she's okay, she is sick though, she stays in bed, she takes her pills. Like, she could have been super respectful about the whole situation, but she instead said, Oh, I thought she was missing because she didn't do her homework. And then she proceeded to complain to my mom that I don't do my homework. And I told my mom, like, what the fuck? I do my homework. I can show you right now that I do my homework. I don't know, she's just like so bitter and shady for no reason like i didn't do anything to her it's like we were enemies in a past life like girl and here comes an important lesson whatever you do you cannot please everybody like i was dedicated and i still am dedicated 
I know a lot of things regarding biology. I always do my homework. Even if it's like a 70%, 80%, it's still a lot. It's still a lot of homework. And she gives a lot of fucking homework. A lot of it. And I'm literally super organized at biology currently. And for her to just say this, that's why I'm saying don't drain yourself and your energy. Don't drain yourself. It's kind of weird to say it sounds like anyways. <laughs> um, don't drain your energy for somebody else and to please everybody else. You cannot do that. It's not physically possible to please somebody else. Like you could have the most perfect ass body that matches every single beauty standard, but millions and millions of people will hate your body because because they want to, because they don't like it. Period. Like People have different expectations from other people and different taste, tastes, tastes, I cannot, I cannot. It's not physically possible to please people. Even if you are the most successful fucking person on earth, you cannot please everybody. You can be the most empathic person on earth and you can be super fucking kind to everybody and people will still find a reason to hate you. So that's why I'm saying don't bother, you know, pleasing other people. Because I'm doing what I can, I'm doing what's best for me, I'm studying, I know I'm studying, I know I am um, doing my homework and all of that, I don't need my fucking tutor's approval of something. Like, she's just there to show me materials that I'm supposed to study off of and to give me schemes or drawings and just to explain things a little bit better. Like, she's not there to say, oh, but... Like, I thought she didn't do her homework. Like, that's fucking... Why would you say this to my mom? Like, I get it when it's a pattern and you see you have a kid at your private lessons and that kid is not doing their homework at all. That kid is fucking missing. And you know they are are missing from stupid reasons like going to a party or whatever that may be. I miss because I'm sick. I miss because I don't feel good, you know? And the thing that frustrates me is that she could have been respectful. I hate those people who just choose to be fucking angry and pissed about everything or bitter or shady. Like, girl, just calm down. Fucking burn some sage in your room. Fucking take a ritual bath or something. Like, calm down. Work on your fucking chakras. (laughs) Like, whatever it takes, do that. I don't want to deal with your, like, bitterness today. Like, it's not for me. And I don't know. I've never met someone who just sucks the energy right out of me as she does. Like, whenever I go to her, I almost fall asleep even though I'm not tired. Like, I don't know what the fuck kind of spell she put on me or what's going on. But she just makes me really sleepy. She just drains my energy. After biology is done, I just want to lay in bed. And that's it. Like, I don't know what's going on. She's an energy vampire, if you know the term. Like, if you hang out with people and then you feel really drained out of energy and you just feel super fucking i don't know it's a weird feeling i cannot explain it anyways those are called energy vampires they just suck the energy out of you they exhaust you even though you weren't tired before you saw them this is exactly what's going on with my tutor and i don't know what to do you know because she i noticed that she makes everything more complicated than it actually is for instance, I have actually did a lesson at school. It was super easy for me, but then when I went to the private lesson, which is supposed to help me, it actually made it 
the teacher actually made it so much more difficult than it actually was. It confused me. Like, I don't know if I'm actually matching with her vibe. I don't know if I should try a new tutor out or what's going on. This is the third tutor I changed at biology. The first one requested so many, so much money. And we were also in a group of seven people for a private lesson. Like, that's not possible, honey. And also, she got really angry when I asked her, like, she was uh, dictating, you know, and I did not understand the word, so I asked her, like, uh, what word did you say, like, whatever, and she literally looked at me dead in the eye, and she didn't say anything, she just looked at me with the angriest face ever, like, I pay you so much, and you are not even able to repeat a word, anyways, so I changed that fucking tutor, she was stupid as fuck, anyways, I went to another tutor and she was, I don't know what type of schedule she had or I don't know if she just had too many students and she tried to get rid of me, but she was great as fuck. Um, The problem was that every single week she would find an excuse to not have the private lessons. Like she told me, oh, today I cannot do uh, the private lesson. I have some private business to do. Um, but the next week I can't also because I'm going to be on vacation and I don't know when I'm going to come back home. That's the weirdest fucking excuse I've ever heard. And actually the stupidest one, because how are you going on vacation, but you don't know when you are going to come home? Like you're not a fucking billionaire. (laughs) Like you, what the fuck? Anyways. And apparently she never came back home from that vacation because she didn't send me a message anymore and I didn't bother bother to because whatever and if it wasn't for her messy ass schedule and for her you know canceling every single uh fucking lesson I would have still I would have still went to her and attended attend I'm sorry attend her lessons but she was just so disorganized and she I took a two months break because she couldn't have private lessons like anyways uh, I went to this teacher like I heard she was really good for my best friend and at the start I actually matched matched with her but then just things became so much more complicated than they were like I don't know if I match with her and I don't know if I should stay I guess I'm gonna stay for a little bit and I'm gonna see if I um get this feeling from her like anymore if I get this feeling of confusion like and if she's this bitter like every single time I'm at her private lessons I'm not gonna bother to pay her to teach me nothing and I'm just gonna instead search for another teacher so anyways gosh I love talking about random subjects like I did in the last episode I spoke 54 minutes without stopping nobody can stop me I love that. My throat is really sore right now because I've talked a lot. I'm going to enjoy my cup of tea. And I think I'm going to end this episode. Remember the recipe, raspberry tea with three (laughs) teaspoons of honey and a little bit of uh, lemon juice. My mom usually cuts like uh, half of a lemon and she just usually takes the juice out of that lemon, the half of the lemon. So anyways... This tea is heavenly. Anyways, I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. Um, make sure to go follow my uh, podcast Insta, which is All Offense Podcast. Super original. Anyways, um, and thank you guys so much for being here with me and for hearing what I have to say. 
I'm gonna see you guys in the next episode and make sure to go and make this tea for yourself because you will see what I mean by saying that it's heavenly. Anyways, I hope you have a nice day or a night or whatever and I'm gonna see you guys in the next episode. I love you all.